Good morning. It is 27 minutes to 12 on Women Radio, WFM 91.7, and it is time for Political Arena on Women Radio 91.7. On Political Arena, we are spotlighting female candidates ahead of the elections. Yes, we're spotlighting female candidates ahead of the elections. My name is Esther Alarebi, and on Women Radio 91.7 today, Political Arena, we're looking at Roadmap to 2023, addressing violence against women in politics during campaigns. Roadmap to 2023, addressing violence against women in politics during campaigns. Once again, my name is Esther Alarebi, and today on Political Arena, as we get to discuss this, my guest is Udo M.M. Monday, Social Democratic Party governorship candidate in Akwaibom State. Good morning, M.M. How are you doing today? Oh, very fine. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. All right. Esther, you have it. You want to join the conversation, 07000-917-917, or you want to send us a text or a WhatsApp message, 0703175637. You can listen live via the website, www.wf. 917.com download the mobile app to listen live WFM 917 so we're discussing addressing violence against women in politics during campaigns. One of the barriers, one of the greatest barriers to women participation in politics is violence against women. We've had different cases of violence against women in politics. One that always comes to mind when we get to talk about violence against women in politics is the case of Salome Abu in 2019, Kogi State. She was burnt alive. And this one is enough to deter anybody who has not been able to put all of these barriers into consideration before going into politics. In recent times, since the campaign window opened. We've seen cases where female candidates go to engage the electorate and they're being sent out of markets. Um, thugs are being sent to go and attack them, send them out. This kind of things. Then we see different type of issues around uh, name shaming, calling them all sorts of names just because they are in politics and they are women. And now for somebody who has not been able to put all of these things behind, it might just make you say, okay, I've had enough of this. I'm not going into politics anymore. Or I would, I'll be stepping down or something. But how do we then achieve a good, having good women representation in politics if every single time we don't get to address these issues that make women want to stay away from politics. And that's why we're having this conversation today. So yes, you'll be hearing from Udo M. Mondi, Social Democratic Party governorship candidate in Akwaibom State on Roadmap 2023, addressing violence against women in politics during campaigns. So first off, starting with you, M.M., what informed your decision to run for governorship in Akwaibom State? Uh, good morning, viewers, and good morning, uh, Women Radio. Yes, good morning. Uh, what informed me to run for politics is that first First of all, I'm a born Nigerian. Um, I was born and bred in a private state. I've seen the needs and wants of my people. I would love to meet up with their demands and their needs. And I would love to better the state by the grace of God voted in May mm. 29. And I would love to change lives of the people of my great state. I want to make an impact in the lives of the women, centering on the women and children. So this were your reasons to want to run for office in the first place? Turn around to change and to make better lives for the people of the state. Okay. All right. So how encouraging has the campaign been for you, engaging the electorate, the turnout? What has it been like? Um, the campaigns have been very encouraging. I would say that people have been uh, supportive. Uh, there are, although there are one inches, uh, there are the female uh, governorship uh, candidate. But I thank God for how fight has done. The people are ready to support. In short, there have been massive turnout. There have been massive uh, inputs. The people have been encouraging. 
so far because they want to change and they have seen that in me that I can deliver. So yes, you're saying that the people, the lecturers that you've been engaging, they believe in your candidacy? Yes, very well. Okay, so in going out to go engage with people, has there been time where you've had to stay back from going to certain areas because of violence or have you had any kind of um, upfront attack? Looking at the different cases of violence against women in politics, have you ever experienced any? Um, actually, uh, going into politics, as false, that fear was there as a female. Eight years ago, I attempted that and uh, actually, there was this fear. But relatively, like in a private state, uh, uh, the, city gov- the city governor has to an extent put hard violence and it has given us a fair playing ground. And uh, to be precise, I've not really had that state of, although there are one or two hitches here and there, you coming out, like in my primary, there was a uh, hitches here and there, but we're able to put that under control. And as a female, people are willing and ready to see your personality, see that personality they want in me that I'll be able to deliver. They are ready to stand by me and they are very supportive. So that has given me a go ahead and given that security platform has reduced violence drastically. And being the first female uh, uh, governorship uh, candidate, uh, it has really given me a boost too. Because the women are ready, the youth are ready, the, the male are ready to give me a, a clean feel. And other parties are like that. They are giving me that room. So violence actually has gone down as subsided. Mm, okay. So have you ever had to cancel any campaign due to threats from your from opposition parties or maybe members of the society, any case of such? Okay, so what are the challenges that you faced? that um, your party, you are hoping that, yes, you get to win these elections. How are you working towards this in your engagement with the electorate? What are you doing? What strategies are you putting in place to ensure that this actually happened? Um, putting, um, in putting some strategies, like from the grassroots level, uh, the youth, the women, we've uh, done uh, door-to-door mobilizations and uh, trainings and uh, providing all the necessary information to, um, we've aspired, because the people they need to be met. They need that change. The, the state is beautiful. The state is beautiful. They have a, a, a resources that are um, They are willing and enough a person in me to come out to be able to put that resources, to be able to deliver, to be able to meet their needs and wants. Okay, so in all of this now, how do you, if you are voted governor in Aquaibom State, come the election team in March, how would you address violence against women, especially women in politics? Yes, 
about these goals. Coming in 2023. I see. Okay, so in your moving around to engage with people, how well have you engaged with women at the grassroots level? Because like you mentioned that a lot of people are surprised that a woman is running for the office of the governor. So have you been able to get through to the people at the grassroots level? Yes, yeah, that's that what I meant by You've done a lot. I see. All right. Thank you so much um, for your comment so far. So you mentioned that um, you're going to have to build on what has been existing in Ibom State to ensure that everything around women and children, they're taken into consideration. So do you have like outline strategies on how to, what are the issues first that you see with women and children that you would like to address? Because you need to actually be able to point out the issues before you're preferring solutions. Uh, from that point of view, the gender inequality is actually a problem, which uh, by the gift of God, women are giving a fair team grant, I think, uh, with my party, it has been very supportive, encouraging, and that has given us the uh, platform, the Ugly to reach out in our state running through SDP as a party, and it's giving us the opportunity to be able to reach out. Reaching them out in terms of the human capital development, reaching them out in terms of the agricultural areas, employment areas, and making sure the proper health care, as I said earlier, and also. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, Amen, for your thoughts. It is 12 minutes to 12 on Women Radio, WFM 91.7, and this is Political Arena. Political Arena on Women Radio 91.7. Today, we're looking at Roadmap to 2023, and my guest today is Udo Amen Monday, Social Democratic Party governorship candidate in Aquaibom State. The phone lines are open for you to engage Amen this morning, 07000-917-917, or you can send us a text or a WhatsApp message, 070-317-565-37, to be a part of the conversation. You can listen live at the website www.wfm917.com Download the mobile app to listen live WFM 917 Yeah, so you mentioned that you've enjoyed the support of your party and uh, people around you Yes, yes, yes I want to say a big big thank you to my SDP national chairman in person of Al-Haji Shumgaba, the national uh, secretary, uh, Dr. Olu Ogunuye, even my presidential candidate, uh, Prince Adewale Adebayo, um, the women in parliament, the women that gave us the opportunity to come out 100%. I say very big thank you to my SDP women, nationals, and all the state executives. Even, uh, my state chairman. All right. Yes, MM. So, so what do you hope to see in your first hundred days in office if you were elected governor of Aquaibom State? In my first hundred days in office, I'll make sure that staffs are being remunerated and paid because some of them are being old. And presently, with the state of the economy, is not is not funny. I'll make sure that uh, their wages are being uh, paid. The ones old are being taken care of regularly. The health sector, there will be improvements in the health sector. Then the children, the educational sector, and the youth. Oh, I can't, I can't leave out the youth. So I'll make sure that my 100 days will be most productive. So how do you intend to achieve this already? Because if you're elected into office and 100 days is about um, three months, and how are you? How do you intend to achieve this? What are the things that you've put in place? Put in place those things. You know, before I enter, I'll set up my structure. Mm-hmm. I'll have my uh, reform my agenda. So I'm going strictly with what I put down, which first is attending to the to the wages, attending to the health. The health of every person, the health of every individual, the health of family members are most important. So free health care, there will be free health care, free uh, maternal packages. Then education will still continue with free education system, which is of utmost importance because we don't want any child sitting at home. Whether there be money or no money, we don't want any child sitting at home. I see. All right. Yes, you have a plan. So what are your thoughts on actually empowering women? What difference would women see in the area of women empowerment if you're elected into governor, knowing the fact that you are able to, you understand the issues that you go through firsthand and you, in your engagement with the electorate, moving around, you can see the things, the challenges that they face. So what did this woman stand to achieve from you being elected into office? Uh, by the grace of God, we've been elected into office. We have come to achieve a lot. Because even when I went to some rural areas, they had bad road networks from communities, from villages, little or less light, nearest to market. I'm talking about rural areas, I'm not talking about we in the city, but those in the city of the schools, the last schools. So those women will come to address in short, they are happy and they are willing. They cannot wait. They cannot wait. So the women will come to achieve a lot. Oh, they will come to achieve a lot. They are, they are so supportive because they need that change and that transformation. So the women have been supportive then? Oh, they've been supportive. Even I least expected that I will go this far. I least expected that I will go this far. 
So, okay, what were your fears initially since you said that um, you were not expecting to go this far? What were the fears that you had? My fears were the Thank you so much, um, MM. Thank you for Thank joining you the conversation too. today. We wish you good luck as uh, we go to the polls March 11 for the governorship okay. election. Thank you very much. Okay. And I appreciate the women on Radio 2 for this great opportunity given me to come and watch this program. Thank you so much. All right. And I appreciate the opportunity. Right. Yes, and that was my guest, Udo M.M. Monday, Social Democratic Party governorship candidate at Kwaibom State, and we just discussed Roadmap to 2023, addressing violence against women in politics during campaigns. Yes, fair enough, Udo M.M. Monday has not had issues with violence like that, but it's not the same case for some other women in other states having to see... I mean, there's so many reports out there about so these women have to navigate their way and find their way to safety. We keep having conversations like this so that we'll see an increase in the representation of women in governance. Yes, because this is one thing that sets women participation in governance back so much that women are scared to go into it. Keep spotlighting female candidates and by Friday, join us half past 11 on Political Arena again as we get to bring another female candidate to speak to her on what exactly she is bringing on board, how she tends to achieve it and we get to hear from them directly. My name is Esther Alaribi. Thanks to Victoria